You're listening to the Totus Tori Podcast. Okay, so I've been meaning to make this episode for quite a while, and I just wanted to kind of highlight some things from the Dreamwalk Fashion Show that I did, and talking about body positivity, my experience with uh, my own self-image, and basically um, how you can look at yourself through God's eyes. Which, if you've ever watched The Prince of Egypt, and there's a song called Take a Look at Yourself Through Heaven's, or Heaven's Eyes, I'm pretty sure is the title, but so good. That was a side note. Anyways, let's begin. So, I recently was a 2019 dreamer, which means that I got to walk in the Dreamwalk fashion show. And this is a body-inclusive fashion show. It was founded by Lexi and Elise Scafidi. Basically, it is to promote any body type to be able to model and walk in a fashion show akin to Victoria's Secret, but not really Victoria's Secret. So you can wear lingerie or anything, but and then you have your own angel wings as well. And their shtick with it was that they were they are like too short to be Victoria's Secret models, so they kind of wanted to combat the idea that you know, if you're a Victoria's Secret model, you're perfect because I think most girls can relate when they when you say like Victoria's Secret fashion show is probably the one thing you watch and you're like, oh, why do I eat five tacos at a sitting and why do I not have a personal trainer and only eat on lettuce and you know look like that? That's kind of how the Victoria's Secret fashion show goes, at least for me. So. Yeah, the Streamwalk Fashion Show was an amazing experience. I did it. I couldn't believe that I did it. But I also feel like I, yeah, had a little bit of a road to go to get here. And one of the requirements for being a dreamer was to talk about your inspiring story of, like, who you hope to inspire and, like, why you think you should be a dreamer and how you hope to inspire others. So part of it was me talking about how I literally learned to walk again about three or four times in my life. And I would say like that, that experience, if you listen to my conversion story, which is one of the earlier episodes, the experience of learning to walk again and also dealing with um, negative like self-image from being in a wheelchair. And so I was in a wheelchair, it was tiny, like, I didn't, middle school and high school were a joke, like, this is probably really dramatic and probably not even true, but at the time, I thought, you know, no guys liked me, so that also made me feel really bad, because I was like, there's something wrong, you know, there's something wrong, but I was also extremely loyal to, like, one crush, so that's also my patheticness of high school, and then in college, it was still kind of the same thing. Like, I really didn't date in college either. Um, I kind of did, but honestly, it was a little bit of a joke. But I did realize that was mostly because I followed a boy band, and I was also having way too much fun with my friends, so to have a boyfriend would have been a lot. But I did actually have guys who liked me in college, which was really nice and really exciting. And then when I left college... Um, the guy who I thought would never like me 
never, well, they never really admitted that they did like me, but by like senior year of high school, the one crush that I was fiercely loyal to, <laughs> so ridiculous, um, there seemed to be something that maybe he would like me back. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's potential. And that all crashed and burned, but there was those like hints of, you know, things are not as bad as they seem. And when I got out of college, I even got a better situation. Uh, I had a friend, I had a friend break up as soon as I entered college. And then when I was out of college, I reunited with this friend and basically kind of realized that the whole friendship breakup was a way different situation than I thought. So I always kind of felt like I was in the wrong and I was forgotten about or like tossed aside all this crazy, dramatic, like, you know, what was me situation? Well, turns out that that is not the case. And I realized like by reuniting, it was a really like very complimentary situation where this friend was like, oh my gosh, like you've done so much. You've been everywhere. You've done all these things. Like you're so awesome. Like you've done all this. Like I can't imagine my life without you. Like, you know, I want to move here and just fly you out all the time. Like all this really crazy stuff. And then, um, I was getting compared to a current girlfriend of the time, which was, you know, awkward in a weird situation. Um, and also trying to help them get through this weird, toxic relationship, which, yeah, I tried to help, but it didn't really work, and now they're stuck in it forever. So, yeah, that sucks, and there were some really crazy things said, but I will stop here as only because as much as I want to spill the tea on this, and one day I will because I have lots of receipts, and one day it will be time to do the taxes. But I, for somewhat respect, I guess, I'm going to not say anything more. Except for the fact that I did get stalked for two years afterwards. And that also made me feel really confident because what are you so worried about? That's what I wanted to know. But it's okay. I'm awesome, I guess. And I laughed as I said that because I don't necessarily think that about myself at all. I'm I'm still pretty, although I did this fashion show, I would say that being confident is not necessarily my complete thing, but I'm definitely way more confident than I was in high school and middle school and even in college. I think I'm a little bit more confident now because I don't feel as restricted by the feelings that I used to validate back then. You know, I used to validate that I'm too short, no one's ever going to like me because I'm too short, or I can't walk and no one's ever going to like me because of this, or, you know, no one's ever going to like me because I have a kidney disease. That's something I still kind of think about, but I also realized that it's not true. So, you know, God bless the men who do eventually like me, or do like me now, I don't know, in this culture. I will never know who likes me or who doesn't because no one asks anybody out and it's ridiculous. So I'm just going to sit here and do nothing about anything because that's how it goes. And sometimes like that it be.
So, to quicken this a bit, that's kind of the basis of how I got a little bit more confident in myself. And I also say, like, having a good set of friends and going out and just, just having crazy experiences has also built my confidence up a lot. And uh, even in college, I had a moment where I did have surgery again, and I was unable to walk. And I was, I just remember being completely embarrassed because my dad had to push me in for college orientation when I started to transfer it into, um, like, a university in the community college. And I just remember, like, I actually was crying in my school student ID because I was so embarrassed that I had to be, like, pushed around again. So I just kind of always... I don't know, I was just, I guess, more embarrassed about myself than I needed to be, but that was life at the time. And I still have a pimp limp sometimes. Sometimes it goes away. At least I think it does, but it used to be pretty gnarly. And all my friends from, like, the boy band days, when I'd walk around, like, ah, yes, Tori and the pimp limp. So those were fun times. But I also kind of want to talk about this body positivity movement. I do think that body positivity overall is like a good thing. You should be positive about yourself. You should have a positive like outlook on things. But I do think that it can be a little bit relativistic, which is a term I kind of use a lot, which basically means that everything is relative to what each individual believes. And let me just flat out say that that is wrong and not okay. So, because we kind of, when you say that, then that means you literally leave people out in their own misery because you can't tell them that they're right or wrong. So that's not good. But with this body positivity, you know, I think it's good to be positive about yourself and it's good to love yourself and love your body. But it's also like, important that in this process of loving yourself that you're also not emphasizing like being completely unhealthy and that you know you kind of promote being healthy and taking care of yourself you know self-care involves like eating right and trying to exercise if you can and promoting like just taking good care of yourself Whereas if you just promote the fact that you don't take care of yourself and you just do whatever you want, that is not really positive and that's not inspiring. That's actually like really messed up to be like, eh, I just do what I want and who cares? Like You should care about yourself. You should love yourself enough to take care of yourself in the best ability that you can. Meaning like if you really, if you really can't help in a situation that you're in or something then, you know, you do what your best ability is. But if you're just completely negligent and you're just like, you know, it is what it is and I'm like this and I'm going to do what I want and I don't care about being healthy or anything, well, sorry, but that's not okay and that does not count as being body positive. That's just rude to try to tell people that you can do what you want because it's not how life works. (laughs) So... And that's, and I think you can pretty much say that with just about anything, not necessarily body positive, body positivity. Thing is that you can't, you 
it's just our culture. I think everyone just has a feeling and that's what they're going to stick to. And if you don't agree, well, then you're wrong. But it's not okay. Like, we should be able to tell each other the truth and be honest. Otherwise, if someone's like, well, this is what I think, then and it's wrong. Then you can't say anything. So there's my little... I guess savage opinion about body positivity. Like, you should completely love yourself. And I even was being hard on myself for this fashion show. I mean, I wanted to lose weight and do all these things, and I didn't really do that. But I still was looking at myself like, ah, you know. But I still got myself a piece of lingerie and some tutus and made these wings. And I rocked the fashion show, and I felt good about it. So I think that's pretty positive. And basically, I wanted to kind of close with the idea that, you know, talking about your body's great, but it also doesn't necessarily necessarily um, always work because we're not we're more than just our bodies. So here is my Catholic perspective on this. And that is, you know, we are more than just our bodies. We are bodies and souls. So the closer we get to Christ, the more Christ-like we become. And when we become like Christ, then we can get to see ourselves and see others the way that Christ sees us, which means that we can look at ourselves and look at others and see that we would literally die for someone else. Like we love them to the point of giving up our lives for them. And also loving someone to the point where you want them to get to heaven, which is super important. But yeah, the more you become closer to Christ, the more Christ-like you become. And then you can look at yourself and love yourself the way God loves you. And I think that's really important. And it's also one of the key things about when you're growing in holiness. One, it's really hard and... For me to talk about it, it's also difficult because there's times, and I think I'm going through a time right now where I'm deepening in a, I'm deepening a conversion, and it's, I'm just going closer and closer. But it's hard because when you go grow in holiness, like you definitely have setbacks. Like I'm not perfect at all in my own practice of my faith and. There are times when, you know, I've fallen and I haven't always been good in stressful situations. And I think sometimes with friends who aren't necessarily into faith at all, they can look at me and they're like, how do you get off saying that you practice anything with maybe the way I talk or way I behave, which, you know, happens, but... It's also amazing when you do grow in holiness and you have a deeper conversion. There's something super attractive about that. And I literally was told when I went to Mexico City in April, like, there's literally a light that comes from you from growing in holiness. And I, like, one of the... um, 
I'll literally read one of the quotes from one of our people, Mexico City. So, this is just a way to remember that you should totally grow in holiness because it makes you super attractive. And I also don't mean attractive in, like, you know what I mean terms. I also mean just attractive in general, like wanting to know someone or thinking, ah, like that person has such a good energy coming from them or they have really good vibes if we want to talk that talk. So this is the quote. Or someone said this to me, and I just thought it was really true about when you grow in holiness. So when you were in the dump, many people said that you had the light of God in your eyes. So, that has nothing to do with my body. Literally, that is talking about just, like, you know, when you have a love for God, like, that is so attractive that you literally beam out to others. And you may be wondering what this has to do with self-esteem or body positivity or any of that. But the fact is, is that when you, if you're only thinking about the likes you get on Instagram or comparing yourself to others or, you know, your work, investing yourself in your work, in your kids, in your, in your husband, in your relationships, you are always going to fall short. And if you're investing yourself in what your body looks like, you're investing yourself in your social media following, like honestly, if two people listen to this podcast, that's great. But you, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks of you it doesn't matter about you know your reputation at work or you know how successful you are how much money you make one of the biggest lights and beams to like shine for others is a love of God and the realization that God loves you it's the point that he would die for you and that when you live in that love and spread that love to others it's way more contagious than sharing, you know, a cool Instagram picture of yourself, which is definitely what I'm going to do to promote this episode. But, you know, we're just going to let that be what it be. So, yeah, that's kind of my really rough but a little bit shorter episode on body positivity and self-image. And I wanted to just... I actually wrote a um, few notes to make sure I stayed on track and didn't ramble. Uh, and this was like literally the road. I was like, the closer we grow to God, the more we become like Christ. Then we can start to see ourselves and others the way Christ sees us, as children of God, sons and daughters of a king. Freaking royalty. So put on your crown and wear it. And... To close, I'm thinking of other episodes to do, and I really want to be more strict about this podcast and hopefully one day edit, but right now I'm still going to leave it unfiltered because I just don't have, I don't have the patience with myself to learn how to edit or do anything cool, and it's just a side hobby, so, and clearly we see how long it takes me to make an episode. But I'd really like to talk about some Marian apparitions, because I think that'd be fun. And I'd love to talk about dating, because that's just a hot mess, and it's hilarious. But I would never talk about that by myself, because I would need some wine and some friends to 
get through that. And yeah, I'm open also to suggestions and fun facts and tips on just about anything because I'm still, while yeah, I do have more confidence in myself now, I definitely think that there's ways to grow in confidence and body image and all that good stuff. One is just realizing that like you're perfect exactly the way you are, but it is good to be take care of yourself and to work out. And one of my favorite things to do is listen to my Feeling Myself playlist on Spotify, which is a mess of a bunch of songs that are really inappropriate, but I love listening to them at the gym because it makes me feel really excited and happy and feels like I am Britney Spears and I'm going to rock out the show. So yeah, thanks for listening. I completely, I actually recorded this episode and it was way too long, so I just took a railroad over it and re-recorded it and made it shorter because I realized that I was starting to spill too much tea and I needed to stop. So that's where I'm at and hopefully I have episodes coming out sooner than the pattern I've been on but thanks for listening I'm going to say that 800 times but okay I'm going to bed I'm going to go binge watch Jack, the rest of Jack Ryan right now because that's my new jam so hasta la vista bebes <laughs>